want to be empowered with the Holy Spirit? Are you in need of an uplifting message? It's time for today's Uplift, encouraging words and biblical truths to help you find freedom in the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, good evening, and it looks like uh, we have four of us here tonight. That's yep. awesome. It is. We That's got like a, a bit of a change from the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and our format's a little different tonight. We're we're back to the Zoom technology here for a while, and uh, yeah. it's kind of like the Brady Bunch or something, or Hollywood Squares or something. Like I'm looking down at Ian, and Bill's <laughs> yeah. over there, and Robert's oh. down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not coordinated enough to figure out which way to point. Yeah, I guess I am. There we go. I don't know who's over there. Somebody, hopefully. <laughs> but welcome to Uplift tonight, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's great to it's great to have you, and um, it's great to be here. And we're going to talk about an interesting topic tonight, and it's going to be about uh, humility and are we serving. Uh, God, or are we serving something else? Are we, are we standing in faith and being obedient mm. to God, or are we standing in faith and being obedient to uh, maybe our bank account or something? Mm. And uh, we'll we'll find a way to keep this uplifting and humorous in this a little bit. <laughs> but uh, that's Always. our topic. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's great. So Rob, Robert and Ian, full disclosure, before we hit the record button, before Phil got the recording going, they had this great conversation going and Phil was trying to hurry up and get us going <laughs> before before those two lost their train of thought. Hey, and, I go ahead. No, Sorry. go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say before we get too far into this that we need to make an announcement, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have asked robert down there to be a permanent part of uplifts and he has accepted so he will uh, now be joining uh, us well hopefully every week i mean i think it's good to have four people because that way if one of us can't be here then we um we'll have at least two or you know like we had last week with just two and um you know in a couple of weeks i'm not going to be around so it's good to have a fourth person well, yeah. Welcome, Robert. We're yeah, one of us you. is missing, and two or two or three are gathered together. That's right. That's right. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're glad to have you, Robert. Well, thank you. It's good to That's be here. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, we got some feedback um, earlier this week. Um, somebody said, "Hey, I really like that Robert guy when you guys have him on." So <laughs> that kind of sealed the deal. Like we said, Chad, uh, we got to get him on. <laughs> so but I, it wasn't. I, it wasn't his wife, just to be clear. It wasn't yeah, Robert's wife. It, it <laughs> right, yeah. But um, that's right. I hope that we gave you a good enough contract for free, right? Right. That's right. Those are. That's right. We were talking about being desperate. What was that like? Uh... <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So you get paid uh, the same amount as all of us, free. That's, that's it. <laughs> I, I have a greeter at my church, and I, I keep given her a raise every year because I have no problem doing so because you know it's a volunteer position so yeah. <laughs> she's on like she's on like her fourth raise yeah. so uh you know <laughs> <laughs> that's great well awesome. thank you well, thanks for being here we're glad to have you it's good to be here mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. So Robert had a, a great, uh, Robert and Ian had this great conversation going and Robert made a comment and I'm trying to remember what exactly how you said it. And it, it was about uh, being obedient. Yeah. So uh, we always think that the Lord blesses because, okay. So just in context, like Ian was mm -hmm. mentioning Smith Wigglesworth and we were talking about his obedience. And, and I think that's probably if you study Smith, uh, Mr. Bugle's worth out a little bit. You're going to find out there's a lot of obedience he had. But uh, the yeah. the comment that uh, that I was making was God. We often think God blesses out of need. So if we get like desperate in that sense, like, oh, I'm, I'm desperately needing something. We think God blesses us out of need, and actually God blesses out of obedience. See, if God blesses out of need, you wouldn't have any hungry, you wouldn't have any poor, you would, you know, you just wouldn't have the needy, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, every mm -hmm. time they would pray, God would answer. But God blesses out of obedience. And I think that's the biblical pattern we see. Mm -hmm. uh, and Jesus even defines that as love in the scripture. He's like, you know, mm -hmm. if you love me, you'll obey my commands. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think we, uh, you know, again, if we're talking about humility tonight, um, there's, there's where the rubber's going to meet the road. You have to be humble enough to say, God, whatever you want to do, you know, I want to do. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've got to get to a place in our life where we are in, in what Ian was talking about, like desperate for God, not just desperate for what God gives us, but desperate for his presence and who he is. Right. Right. Yeah. Not looking for his hand, but looking, but pursuing his heart. Mm. And, and out of that, his hand will move. Um, but it, it is, you know, one of the points, Robert, that you, you had made also was we, you know, we were talking about this, this desperation, you know, and, and it, it's not about the money. It's not about the bank account. It's not about the thing that you think you need. It's not about the tangible. It's not about the physical. But it's about the creator, the one who who is, period. And and in all of those things, pursuing his heart um, and and laying everything aside that that you think is is important in in that moment of your physical desperation and and letting all of that be gone and just wiped away and simply pursuing the one who gave you breath. Mm -hmm. And, and that, that's a lot of, um, that can be a lot of uh, renewing of the mind in a very quick and compressed fashion, um, just to, to, to let it all go. And, and even in that, that release is an act of obedience because in the, mm -hmm. Scripture tells us, you know, that we are called to be living sacrifices. Yeah. Let it all go. You you can't hold on to anything. And and that God loves that. He mm -hmm. he just loves it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's a, it's even a little bit different, but it's the same. Like even when in Jesus's ministry, when he performed miracles for people he did it for people who came to him in faith. So, and there's a, there's 
a little bit of a difference between the faith and obedience that you guys are talking about, but it, in a way, it's kind of the same thing in that aspect because Jesus, that he, when the people came to him, you know, like when that Roman, uh, whatever his title was, centurion or whatever his title was, <laughs> he was like the army, the 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 guy in the army who led people. And he came to him and he said, you know, I, I understand who you are and what you're about. And, you know, Jesus was just astonished at this guy because this guy got him and understood him. And and so that's faith and, and obedience. And, and in certain aspects, it can be the same thing. Jesus was waiting for people to come to him, you know, before he would right. perform a miracle for them. He wasn't just out just sprinkling oh, yeah. fairy dust around. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I think about the woman with the issue of blood, right? Mm-hmm. like that, that in that in that situation like like faith and obedience you were mentioning faith and obedience but they really do go together mm-hmm. uh, they, jesus would oftentimes say it's your faith that has saved you or your faith that has healed you mm-hmm. and there's always a requirement always something that had to be done to show it because mm-hmm. faith if you believe something strong enough you're going to act on it and so there's this understanding that there'd be an action Placed on your faith, and I and you know, and Hebrews eleven says, without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Please so everybody, everybody really desires to please the Lord, but it's you you cannot do it without faith, and faith has an element of obedience to it. And again, that just all goes back to humility, and we see that throughout Scripture. So people who usually have faith in Jesus, faith in Messiah, Yeshua, and they are they are expressing a humility. They, they have usually tried everything else first mm, and then they are yeah. desperate for him. Right. And so this woman with the issue of blood, man, she has been through all the doctors. She has had this for 12 years and she's in a serious situation. This, this continually keeps her exiled from community. She's unclean all the time, all, all kind of mess that's going on. And so she, her desire and, and what and what her expression is, if she can just reach through the crowd and touch Jesus's garment. And by the way, that would be the tassels. That's mm-hmm. they don't they don't tell you a lot about that. Right. Like that's that's the tassels that are hanging. That's, that, right. that's significant. You know, maybe that's for a conversation another time. I don't know. But that is significant. But she reaches through and touches those tassels and she's instantly healed. And Jesus is. It just reminds me of the creator in the garden, like, you know, where are you? Like God mm-hmm. already knows the answer to questions he asks, but it's a it's a testimony and all like it's it's a question for us that we need. And so he stops and he goes, Who touched me? <laughs> like, yeah. And she's gonna have to announce in front of everybody what she's done, right? And and what's interesting is if you pay attention to the situation, the apostles think this is the strangest question, right? Like, um, Jesus, yeah. everybody's touching you. Like, I mean, this is, but if you, but that's kind of the point, right? Like everybody's desperate. Everybody's touching the Lord, but only one received. Yeah. And there's, there's the situation, right? Well, what is different about her that is, from the crowd because everybody's touching him. Right. 
and and mm-hmm. it's and there's a faith element, there's an obedience element, and there's a humility here, and uh, and so it, all of that plays into this beautiful moment of right. this deliverance and healing. That's awesome. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, great way to put it, Robert. Really is. I, I was thinking too, as you were talking about, I was thinking about Naaman dip, dipping in the Jordan seven times. And it's just mm. like, what has yeah. that got to do with leprosy? And it's such I, a dirty yeah. river. I know. You know, <laughs> right. you must have been thinking, you yeah. got to be kidding me. Yeah. Let me go exactly. Yeah. It's not the Jordan. Well, but it is. Wow. And can you imagine his thoughts? His thoughts yeah. on that are, you know, he's going, I came here for this. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? <laughs> And I'm sure after about that fifth or sixth time of dipping, right, he's probably getting pretty cynical, right? Like, oh, yeah. You know, okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then, you know, fifth or sixth time, you get to you get to that point, you're like, well, man, I'm, I'm that much closer to seven. Why not? Yeah. That's right. Just better right, work. You know? <laughs> but, you know, right. on the flip side, I mean, really, honestly, on the flip side, if he gets up and leaves the river on the fifth time, he's oh, not yeah. healed. Right. If he oh, leaves yeah. on the sixth time, he's not healed. I mean, he's, no. there is a obedience factor okay. here, right? And so there really is. Yep. There really is. And two, you know, just that, but, you know, even for him, you know, just have tried everything and it gets to that point of desperation. And that obedience has to take him way out of his comfort zone because he was always the one that was to be obeyed. Mm-hmm. And now it's time yep. for him to humble himself. Mm. And step into okay. I'll I'll be obedient to to what I'm being told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we we're talking about that. Think about like Abraham. Abraham is known as the father of faith. Yeah. For obvious reasons. I mean, he's literally most of the religions of the world come from him, right? So at least all the monotheistic religions. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's he's the father of faith, and and it's interesting the expression he has like in Genesis 12, if you read what happens, God makes a promise to him. He says, Hey, I'm going to give you a son and, and I'm going to give you the land you're on too. Like, I mean, I'm going to give you all this stuff. And, and not only that, you're going to have as many people, you know, in your family as the stars in the sky, the sand on the sea. I mean, this is the ultimate blessing, right? Oh, and then by the way, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed because, Hey, Messiah is coming from you too, right? I mean, like God just pours out this blessing. And if you pay attention to what Abraham does, I think this is fascinating because Abraham doesn't see the answer to those promises mm-hmm. in his lifetime. Right. He sees Isaac. Mm-hmm. Right. But but he doesn't see the answer of, oh, I got all this land and all this family. He, and And it's interesting. After God gives this promise, I told my wife, I said, this is what I got to learn to do better at. After God gives this promise, he worships. He mm-hmm. builds an altar on the ground that God said he was going to give him. Worships and praises God, thanking him already for what he promised. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that's faith, right? That's, that's faith. That's, yeah. that's, that's where you're like, I have such a relationship with the Lord that I know whatever he says, whether I can see it or not is going to happen. Yeah. Wow. And so again, there's an act of humility here. There's an act of obedience here. 
Yeah. You know, all, all these things play. And he worshiped yeah. before he saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's important. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times we'll praise God after he gives us what we asked for. Mm-hmm. And we should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to 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 pray to praise him and worship him before you even see it. That's yeah. faith right there. Yeah, because a lot yeah. a lot of times we look at that and go, okay, once that promise has come to fruition, well then that's reality. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the biggest yeah. lie. Because reality yeah. is when God says it. That's mm-hmm. absolutely right. That is excellent. That's exactly right. So what you like, we have to be in such a place in our life when God, yeah. when God says something, it's all, you already know it's reality, right? That's yes. when yes. God, God does not flippantly give promises, nor does he break promises. And so faith is just a matter of knowing whatever he already said is it's already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Genesis is a great example. I mean, God, who is spirit, spoke, and, and the world had to come into existence, physical. Mm-hmm. And it's oftentimes mm-hmm. these promises that, you know, that God gives us, and as we see all throughout Scripture, when God speaks those promises, then they are, they're all ready. Mm-hmm. They're yes. all ready. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. embracing that and, and seeing it from that That's perspective. Mm-hmm. So, th- so think about how comforting that is. Yeah. So like, so Adam right. and Eve, right? The the very first gospel in scripture, as I'm sure you guys have probably studied this before, but the first gospel ever given in the scripture is Genesis 3.15. It's known as the proto-evangel, the first gospel. So he makes a promise to Eve, makes a promise to Adam and Eve that there's one coming who's going to crush the head of the serpent. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Wow. So just if you just took that promise alone, right. you would know God is going to destroy the enemy that's in the garden. Right. Like he, he's, he's got this. Mm, man, Robert, that's good. That's but they good. didn't see it. Well, and we haven't seen it fully. We saw right. it on the cross yeah. with Christ. Right. Yeah. We're kind of living in the already, but not yet. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about Revelation. Like the the Revelation shows us this descent of Satan. I don't. I, if you pay attention in Scripture, there's this descent of of the mm-hmm. devil in all of Scripture. And so, like, okay, so we know he fell from heaven. Now he's called the Prince and Power of the Air. So we're living with him as the Prince and Power of the Air. But then we're told Jesus defeats him on the cross, defeats him with the resurrection, and now he's lose. He's in the process of losing all authority. So in Revelation 12, the, he gets uh, thrown to the earth. So in a sense, his wings get clipped. He's no longer prince in power of the air. He knows his time is short, right. so he goes crazy on the earth. Then Jesus plants his feet on the earth, and, we're, and then he goes to the pit. And then he goes from the pit to be judged into the lake of fire. And so there's just this process where he is mm-hmm. losing you know, all authority, all power, and to eventually his judgment. And mm. so, and you know, so it's like this, what God promises in Genesis 3.15, he delivers on in Revelation 19, right? like 19 through 22, right? Mm-hmm. Or what, you know, it's it, the last four chapters, right? And so we are still living in that. We get to see a piece of it, kind of like Adam and Eve. We get to see a piece of something. So but it, it's, it's yet more to come, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
just exciting. We, we get to see that. It so, is. God, but we know it's true because God said it. Right. So then we, we need to be working or living in that reality. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and, and back to, you know, the hearing from God, hearing a promise from God, we have to have the relationship to be able to hear it. And we have to be able to hear him to know what he's promising. For, for also, us individually in our family and, you know what I mean, for, for mm-hmm. us. Which also is faith mm-hmm. because we don't hear him like we're hearing each other right now. We hear him in other ways, which requires faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Paul, Paul mentions, like we look through a glass dimly. So as much revelation as Paul receives, he still talks about how we don't see the fullness. Like we don't, we, you know, it's, it's still some things that are hidden from us in fullness. All the things we need, we have all the things that God, whatever God wants to tell us we have. Right. But, you know, it's kind of like going back to, um, going back to this understanding of humility for a long time. I used to think uh, being humble or humility meant, that I was going to look at myself as something really low, right? Oh, I'm just, and the, and the lower I could be, the more God would respect it. So, oh God, I'm, I'm even lower than the dirt, right? I'm lower than this. And of course that's, that's not actually humility. You know, uh, the scripture in several places. Uh, yeah. I mean, in, in one sense, I mean, it's really a lie, right? I mean, like, no, yeah. you're not claiming what the Bible told you are. You're just saying stuff. Um, humility, then, is actually just having a real picture of yourself. You understand mm. your true limitations. You understand where you're at. It's kind of like the scripture that says God realizes that we are dust. Yeah. You know, we are simply dust. Um, mm-hmm. so, so God has an understanding of where we're at. It doesn't mean he makes us powerless or, or, you know, that we don't have blessings or we don't have authority, right? He's given authority to dust, right? Like, so, like uh, <laughs> but it, what, what the understanding is, is that there's this, this real image of who we are. And so there's right. scripture that talks about who's humble. Like, you know, it says Job is humble. Uh, Moses is a humble man. Uh, Abraham is humble. Yeah, these guys had all kinds of authority and power, but uh, I mean, like Moses is is ruling over really a nation without right. resources except God gives it. And so, you know, he's ruling over that, but he understands who he is. The Lord, he takes that veil off. And I think I think we have to understand, and, and people need to really understand, you can have all the faith in God and have the authority and all these kind of things and still be a humble person, still be um, full of humility with an understanding of limitations. See, see, Satan's the opposite of this. He's the first sinner in the universe, and he has pride. So he lifts himself. He, he tries to go past his limitations to be the creator as opposed to a creature. And he tries to get past the limitations of being a creature. And mm. I think oftentimes we do the same thing. We, we want, we try to jump that. And then we want to call that faith or we want to call that <laughs> belief or something like that. Right. Mm. And the reality is, no, you're just being prideful. 
God's requirement is humility coupled with this understanding of faith. And that, that relationship works together see, with us and the Lord. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a really good point. It, it takes us too from that um, going this, that mentality of, of being humble is a low servant before someone and, Oh, don't look at me. I'm, I'm so low and I'm so bad. And I'm so, you know, when, when, and when reality, you know, Jesus is like, you know, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends. Mm-hmm. And it, there's that, there's that relationship that comes together that gets to be celebrated and with all of the authority and, and that God has given to us that we get to live in it and walk in it, but yet we're humble in it. Right. And it's, it's, it's really a, a neat relationship that we get to have with our creator. It's, it's yeah. an amazing thing. And it puts us in a, an amazing place and in, in, in the most amazing and unique places and, and um, connecting with the most uh, amazing and unique people to put God on display in that relationship that we have with him that they see and that even makes them thirsty for it. And, and so then you get to introduce him to them. It's, it's an amazing thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's not prideful for us to say we are children of the most high. Mm. It's not, it's not prideful for us to say we're adopted into God's family. We, We get to be related to God through the blood of Christ. Right. Like it's not, it's not a prideful thing. That's a, that's a faith statement. And we have to understand there's a big difference between a statement of faith that God has told us these things versus, um, you know, being prideful or something like, you know, if you become the president, Ian, if you were to become the president of the United States, it would not be prideful for you to say you're the president of the United States. That is the reality of your position, right? Now, it might right. be prideful if you said you're the best president that ever existed. <laughs> that That's different, right? Like, <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, and, and that's one of the other things, too. Is in, And I think that that's one of the things that the enemy comes against us with, is that we don't say who we are. Mm-hmm. And, and, he, and he brings this idea in this temptation to have a false humility mm-hmm. and in the whole time you know god's heart is broken because one he gave his son for us and second you know we're not realizing really who we are we're not accepting it you know we're not embracing the position that we've been given and so then that at points can very much render us powerless and the enemy mm-hmm. takes full advantage mm-hmm. yeah L- a lot of times it's because we don't know who we are. Mm-hmm. We haven't discovered who we are. We haven't sought out who we are in Christ. And when we do, he says in Jeremiah 29, 13, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with your whole heart. And when we do seek him, he will be found. That's and right. then oh, yeah. we will know who we are because he mm-hmm. will show us. It's not like, That's oh, right. I can't quite get to that level because I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not. You don't have to be. God will show you. He will bring you to this knowledge and understanding of who you are. Well, can, I, then, can I bring up a danger, a danger that I had for a long time that, man, I just didn't like the Holy Spirit kind of revealed this to me 
at some point and I went, Oh my goodness, Lord, what have I been doing? Like I've just been, but what the danger of like condemning yourself, the danger mm-hmm. of condemnation yeah. is that the blood of Christ is not acceptable to you. Mm. Like it's, it That's doesn't, it. yeah. it's not, That's it's good. not worthy enough to do the work it was mm-hmm. meant to do. And so you, you, what's happening is your faith is not really in Christ at that point, mm-hmm. because That's you're right. thinking there has to be something else that cleanses you. And so what's happening, see, that doesn't please the Lord. And so for years I was thinking, man, I'm just, God, I'm just not worthy. I'm just not this. I'm just not that. Right. I would just, I, I would kind of look at myself in the way the world had looked at me or the way, mm-hmm. um, you know, you know, that I had accepted or bought into, which is really a false teaching, which is mm-hmm. demonic. But when I did that as a saved person, that's when the Lord kind of woke me up and said, he, he was just showing me like in scripture, none of the apostles ever did. Like they know they have a past, but they are, they are excited to be saved. They're excited right. to be covered under the blood and they, and they know it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, I thought was interesting is that you can express your past without the being condemned for it, which is Romans eight one. Right. And, yeah. and like you can express your past without being condemned for it. And and when you are just in that state of condemnation, you're saying that the blood of Jesus is not enough. That's right. And, and it's a lack of faith. And so I, I needed the Holy Spirit to reveal that mm. to me to, in order to move on from that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, did, I had a similar situation with the Lord and, and when he just, he just asked me, you know, why, why are you smacking me in the face over this? What mm. did, what I did was, was it not enough? And it was just such a realization um, that, you know, pr- praise the Lord, you know, the Holy Spirit just had the scales fall from my eyes to, to really embrace all of what Jesus' sacrifice was for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a deep work, man. Mm-hmm. It is. It's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Man, thanks for bringing that up, Robert. That was wonderful. Yep. And I think we need to just keep it simple, too. We're a child of God, period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to it, but it, it. But really, when you come down to it, we just get, we, we overcomplicate stuff, you know? Like, we put our own thoughts and everything, like, you know, back to Robert's point, like, you know, uh, he, it, those were his thoughts, you know, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to tell God that I'm, I'm not good enough and I'm whatever, you know, those were your thoughts, not God. So that's where we have to just keep it simple. You know, I'm a child of God and, and stick to that relationship with him and he'll tell you the rest. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Very good. Well, guys, you know what the fastest half hour is of each day? It's the half hour when we record Uplift. Yeah. <laughs> it so, goes so fast, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But it's so enjoyable. And, and this was this has been great tonight, I think. Mm-hmm. Really, really good oh, conversation. Been just fantastic. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So it's did we keep uplifting. it uplifting, Chad? <laughs> we'll, we'll find out from our viewers. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I think so. The fe- I think the viewer feedback will be good. I think so too. Okay. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So the next time we get together, we may have something a little different. Um, we're going to try out another, what do you call it? I guess a podcasting platform. Um, see how it goes and hopefully we'll have better luck this time. But if not, we still got Zoom and Zoom works just fine, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. But, yep. Yeah. Um, so obedience. God blesses out of obedience, not out of need. That's the quote of the day, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. That's everybody's homework assignment. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. To think about oh, that right. for the week. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Because God's going to ask us to do things. And so we keep praying out of that desperation. But in reality, it's if you really want to see the fullness of God, it's those steps of obedience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's asked me to do something this weekend. I have been sitting there looking, thinking, I need to do it. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> you better believe I'm going to now. <laughs> so, yep. All right. Anybody have any final thoughts? No, it no. was good. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. How can we top that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'm glad that we were all here together and hopefully we will be again next week too. For sure. Sounds great. Yep. Yeah. This great. was uh, episode 96, I think. Is that right, Chad? Yeah, 96. Mm-hmm. So we're coming up on 100 and, and, you know, we're trying to think of something to do special for our 100th episode. So if you guys got any ideas, let's share them. But Okay. Yeah, we've great. been doing this for almost two years now. So. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Up, uplift for almost two years. So thank you for everybody who's been watching us yeah. for, for those two years. I know not everybody's been watching for two years, and but uh, we hope that we can provide many 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 more episodes in the future too mm-hmm. i think that's yeah. his plan yeah that's send plan, in your yeah. questions ideas and thoughts and yeah yeah and i got okay. an idea for the future i got i got an idea for the future let's do some myth busting on end times okay How about that oh. uh, bust, okay. bust some myths that are out there that actually aren't scriptural <laughs> i don't know if we got enough time for that uh, <laughs> it could be a mini series yeah, uh, yeah, yeah i mean All right, you know great. netflix netflix has mini series so can we so can yeah, fulcrum. That's right. Uh, that's that's right. right there we go <laughs> fulcrum films mini series yeah ours, are, awesome. ours are better go. ours are better we might not have all those people watching us but ours are better that's right yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well it's been a great getting together again and uh we will be back next week so thank you everybody for watching and have a great week yeah have a great week wonderful blessings awesome